Welcome to the Think Big and Go Global podcast. I am your host, Mireille Zula, founder of Global Women & Co., a global organization aiming to empower women locally and connect them globally. My background is in media and psychology, and my mission is to help women build their confidence and grow their financial freedom. I want to see women thriving and standing in their power, and it never has been a better time than now. In these episodes, you will meet women and men around the world who have gained skills, knowledge and wisdom aiming to become better and contribute more. Tune in to learn everything about mindset, psychology and business. You'll take yourself in such a journey to change, recreate, transform and reprogram yourself. I invite you to a path that will guide you to be more fulfilled, happier and excited to live a meaningful life. Welcome, welcome to the Meet Expert with Global Woman. We had the chance to hear a little bit of um, of, of your story in the video, and uh, that shows that you uh, started your your childhood with many challenges, and uh, that. That doesn't help because we know how important is childhood for, for us as humans, and um, but that that didn't stop you either. So how do you remember your childhood, and how do you think your childhood has impacted uh, to become who you are today? Talking about my childhood used to be there was a time when it used to when I was still hurting when it used to make me tearful. But I have done a lot of work on myself and uh, I can now talk about my childhood and actually um, laugh about those challenges that I had. My mother was 16 years old when she gave birth to me. She couldn't keep me, she couldn't. You imagine in 1960, a 16-year-old uh, young woman ha having a child. It was, a, it was something horrible in a small Catholic village in Switzerland. Uh, nobody wanted to even hear about it, but she wanted to give me away for adoption. But I had a wonderful grandfather and he said that this girl is coming home. So um, I came into a family of uh, my mother, who all her life was my sister. She never acknowledged the fact that she was my mother. So my aunts, my two uh, other aunts were my uh, sisters and my uncle was my brother and that's how I grew up, that's how I started growing up and of course the beginning was fun because it was like bringing home a doll. You know, they were already a little older so I had a lot of people to play with. My uncle brother recently told me that I actually learned how to walk on a table because after the meal they used to allow me to walk around on the table. So I took my first step. Maybe that's why I want to be on stage today because I learned how to walk on a table. But of course, as I grew older, I noticed that I was different. People were pointing, you know, people point fingers. People, some people are mean. And I often, I have noticed that people with problems, people who are very unhappy themselves, they are even more mean, the ones, because people who are, people who know that we are all human, people who know that none of us is perfect, people who know that we all have a story, they will accept your story and they will accept you for what you are. But those people who usually hurt themselves in order to, they don't want to 
deal with their own hurt. They prefer to hurt somebody else. So I got bullied at school. I even got bullied by a teacher. And I think about it sometimes. If that teacher was teaching today, he would probably be locked up. But <laughs> in those days, nobody cared. So um, I just realized that uh, I was different. I, was, I realized that we were not a normal family. And unfortunately, when I was 10 years old, 10 and a half years old, my grandfather died. And he was the pillar of, he was the person who was keeping the family together. He was an intellectual, he was a wonderful person. So from then on, I was kind of on my own. My grandmother was a lovely lady, very loving, very sweet, but she had no power. She was just a simple woman from the countryside, from that small village. So I realized that I need to take action here and uh, very as a very young person so you were very young like 10 11 years old when you started facing these challenges yes. realize that uh, if i don't look after myself nobody is going to do that exactly. exactly so you got the very early lesson yes yes and i started working when i was 13 i started cleaning tables in a ski lodge and I started cleaning hotel rooms in the summer in a hotel. And I started in this hotel where I work, there were people working from Australia. In this kilotch, there were people working from America. And I started understanding that there were other people in this world, not just the ones in the village. And I started dreaming of leaving. I wanted to leave the place where I was born because I didn't feel welcome. I didn't feel that I was belonging there. And I started dreaming and I started learning languages. I learned English at a very early age, but I also collected money. I was saving money from those jobs that I did because I wanted to go to England and I wanted to learn proper English. And on Friday evening after my, my class, I used to go, there was a lady in the village who spoke Spanish. And I used to have a Spanish lesson with her every Friday night. And I don't know, I don't remember where I took the money from to pay for that, or I don't even know if she charged me, but I, yeah, that's me. That's, I just needed to, I knew that if I don't, and that's also when I realized how important money is. So there are two things here that I noticed while you're sharing um, these episodes, very important episodes from your life. Number one is like when you we realize that uh, we are not happy where we are and we think like I should do something, I should escape or I should move or uh, because you just feel like if you don't take that actions, you, you are going to let yourself down. But not many people have that ability to um, dare and uh, also stand for herself because um, uh, life circumstances, other people that put you down all the time and uh, self-esteem as well as you mentioned at the beginning. There are all these elements that just push us um, uh, to, to uh, you know, to not take that step. But also the other one that you just raised is um, another important point, which uh, is uh, when you are under these circumstances, you feel like in order to move, you have to earn something and you have uh, in order for you to look after yourself, you have to analyze, evaluate the situation. What should I do? What could I do? Is it only looking after myself, like um, learning something new or starting making plans? Or probably I have to go and work and make some money because everything that I need to do, it's 
it's a cost that I have to pay. So how did you manage in such a, a early age uh, to think in that critical point of your life and find solutions uh, in such a way? I don't know that I really, I just knew and I still, I, of course, I just was very feisty, but it's not that I, I had a lot of hang-ups and I will talk about that later because um, even though I started working as a tour guide and I started having this very glamorous life, I had all those hang-ups, I took them all with me because I was saying in the video before, no matter how far you go, you always take your problems with you. Even, you know, people think that, oh, you know, if we moved, if we moved to the beach, we would be happy. Or if we moved to the mountains, we would be happy. If you have problems in a relationship or, or with yourself, moving doesn't do the job. You have to, it, the problem is inside of you. Um, I don't know where I took the strength from. Uh, my, my, my grandfather, I never knew my father, but my grandfather was an entrepreneur. And I also understood that whatever you want to do, you want you want to learn English, you need to you need money. You know, people say people always say, oh, money doesn't buy happiness. Money doesn't buy this. Money buys a lot of things. <laughs> no, it doesn't buy happiness. It doesn't. But it buys you an English course that will make find help you find a job to, to make you happy. So happiness is a very, very widely uh, explained expression. That's so true because we come from, from that generation that um, money was ugly and dirty and doesn't buy you happiness and things like that. And uh, very soon later, when I um, started feeling the significance of lack of money, then I realized that yes, money doesn't make you happy, but lack of money makes you feel miserable. Yeah. And uh, mi feeling miserable and feeling, ha feeling happy, they are two opposite things, but somewhere it should be a middle ground where you still have to increase your ability to make your own money and not be dependent on other people. And then later on, I realized that money also makes you be so dependent, dependent not only on your parents, but on your husband or your partner or somebody else that you don't want to be. And especially for us women, that is very, very important. And also you raise another very, very valid point. Like we think that uh, if we move somewhere, things are going to change. And I rem you remind me a poem that I wrote um, when I moved to London. I thought I, um, I, I put everything in the, in the, in the luggage. I put my uh, accessories, I put my coat and my scarf and my jewelries and my bags and everything. And the only thing that I didn't want to put in my bag was my memories. And I thought, I'm not going to take these memories with me. I'm going to leave these memories here. But the thing is, when I arrived to the airport, the first thing that came to my mind, uh, the luggages got lost, but the memories were there. So how do we manage to get out of uh, these bad memories? I, um, uh, as an expert, I think you are going to deliver a training now and you're going to talk about it much more. But I believe that, yes, that's, that's so true what you mentioned, but by taking yourself and moving yourself away from a toxic environment where uh, these um, uh, toxic people, psycho vampires, uh, keep uh, uh, kind of um, uh, pulling you all the time to the direction that you don't want to and telling you uh, that uh, you are the person that you don't want to be. It, it just, I think that is very, very important that uh, at least we do something that is, is the first step. 
and uh, I agree with you that it's not everything, it's not enough by just moving, but sometimes moving, uh, it gives you the opportunity to start changing your thoughts. And this is what I'm really curious and interested to know. How can we uh, change our thoughts if these thoughts are not uh, the best that we can have for ourselves? And I always, after this question, I always have the second big question. How can we get rid of out of these thoughts as soon as possible? If you enjoyed this episode of How to Think Big and Go Global, it would be amazing if you follow on Spotify and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate your support of my vision to empower women around the world. In the last 10 years, I have been traveling around the globe and I have met thousands of women with a big desire to grow, expand and go global. Perhaps you wanted to have launched your business earlier and take some actions to start Think Big or you probably feel you're not ready and not prepared to start yet. The good news is that you can still start thinking and breaking many limited beliefs inside you. This is a big opportunity to tap into your highest potential. If you start right now, you are on time to create a breakthrough and accelerate on your path. Start developing your projects, grow your career, follow your dreams and feel fulfilled. By tuning in on these episodes, you'll learn a lot. How to connect with your true purpose and make sure that before you start, your vision is big enough and you're ready to take it global. You'll learn how to navigate your mental power tap into your biggest internal forces and be able to hold in your vision. You will be able to create online platforms by using social media and other channels that will help you and your vision to come to reality faster. Another thing which I'm really, really passionate is media. By you being able to tap into the media and raise your profile, it will help everything you do to position yourself as an expert in your industry and establish your authority in your field. That's why I would love you to join me on these episodes, which will help you to think, start, launch, scale, and go global. This podcast will challenge you to start asking the right questions. What is my purpose? What I'm meant to do in this world? How do I find my path? And you know what, my friend? Remember this. Finding is reserved for those who search. Begin to recognize the gift you have inside. Claim it, take ownership of it, and share it with those around you. This podcast will stretch you, challenge you, push you, and encourage you to think and go global. You are in the right place, and you can do this. Let's go together.